Welcome to episode number 210 of the Keep Up Bob Podcast. <laughs> Where we're the drums that you forgot to bump on your way to jail. Negative six seconds to think of that, and it was a lost cause. What are either of us talking about? <laughs> we are. <sighs> we're here, Brad. We are. We are. The booths. The booths. <laughs> the booths. Of what? Of the station. The station. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, hey, welcome to the Keep Up Podcast, where I'm Brett and Tim is Tim. That's me! We talk about all the things we consume, be it media or food. There's my voice! Oh! Dude, it sounded so weird, I could only hear you oh. and half of me. What a nightmare. Oh. Well, let's start start it from the top. Okay. Welcome to episode number... I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> the booth um, of the station. Yeah, so check it out. Uh, this is the Keep Up Podcast. Did I do the introduction already? You already did. Really? You really did. Wow. <laughs> I should have just let you go through it. I told them who you are? <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. And I said, that's me. You know what I second guessed this time is saying welcome to? Uh-huh. That's what I always say, right? I hope so. It felt what weird you this need? time. We can't both get I, tricked. Uh, not at the same time. <laughs> we <laughs> both get tricked. No, but I feel weird. I'm, I I say welcome to episode number. Yep. Welcome to episode number. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Because it, it, it's funny. It actually started all the way back to the unboxing ring. Yeah. You know, like, welcome to... Because you always started with... Um, how'd you do it? You did it just like that. Welcome to... The unboxing ring where my brother and I... Where my brother and I what, what unbox something. <laughs> but you always start with, welcome to the blah, 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 blah. Yeah, welcome to episode number. Yeah. Okay. Welcome, welcome to episode number 7012. You guys should know that we're under the gun. We're under the gun. And it's mostly because time does not move at the normal pace when we record. Right. I maintain that it feels like we... like. My computer will tell me we've recorded for an hour, mm -hmm. and I look, and we've gone into the future. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you got here at six o'clock. Yeah. Literally, Traffic I went- was bad. Was it? Yeah. Gross. I know. Uh, literally, I went to the bathroom, and it was 622. Yeah. That's it. Like, right. I, I, and usually, yeah. it only takes me to like 603. Right. He's but very efficient. <laughs> I try. <laughs> but this, but once you arrive, once yeah. it's Thursday, yeah. time is just a construct. That's true. That doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. And it just betrays us. It's strictly a betrayer. But, but we got some good stuff to talk about today. Great stuff. Well, one of them was good. Um, I actually don't even know what we're talking about. Yeah, so. there's there, we got things. We got good and bad, you know, all over the place. Tim, generally speaking, yes. how, how are you doing? Pretty good. Heck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, things are going good. Heck yeah. Stream's going well. Yes. Capcom sent me some games, which really? is dope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are we going to find out later what games? Or uh, I don't get to know. No, I. Uh, uh, one was Capcom Fighting Collection, the one that just they came out. They sent it to you? Uh, digital code. But but they just gave it to you. Yeah, they're just like here, you're a Capcom dude, so have this. And then uh, Monster Hunter Rise just came out with a big uh, expansion. Holy so bananas! They, uh, and it's really it's not like an exchange for anything. It's just like part of the program. You're not like specifically make content out of it, but they're providing you the ability to make content yeah. for it. So which you uh, did? Yeah, of course. 
Find Tim at Collection Revolution on twitch.tv slash Collection Revolution or Instagram searching Collection Revolution that at Collection Revolution. At Collection Revolution. Yeah. Um, I thought Brody. Bro, so funny enough, my blanket's all white. Mm-hmm. This is for the audience. Brody, 90% of the time, doesn't see Oscar on it. And he'll just fly on the bed and knock Oscar across the room because <laughs> he doesn't see him. He doesn't. He he camouflages with the with the blanket. So for anyone um, who doesn't know, Oscar uh, is our intern, whom we often refer to as the intern, is an all white cat. Yep. And Brody is a large dog. <laughs> the size difference is pretty significant. It's yeah, pretty funny. Um, so when Brody, a freaking one hundred and twenty pound dog, comes flying towards a ten pound cat. <laughs> He's like, oh, blankets with nothing on it. <laughs> uh, let me just dive on it. Fantastic. So it was funny. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, life's been good. Love that. Growing, dude. doing what I got to do. What about you? So, How's work been treating you? Um, It's been a rolly coasty. Because you've been on calls. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I started a new tech support job. Some mm-hmm. of you guys know. Um, roller coaster, man. Like, I, there have been multiple days where I'm like, I am not going to do this job. Mm-hmm. I am going to quit. And you are done. And there have been a few days uh, where I'm like, all right, maybe I'm getting the hang of it. Maybe it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, today was like pretty okay. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow I got a half day and then I'm on vacation for a Sick. week. So stuff. I know. About we got to plan stuff to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We will. Uh, what are you looking at, dude? Nothing. We don't have time. Sorry. Don't look at the weather on your phone. Or I got to make sure. I'm oh, yeah. Alive. You're a big Capcom representative <laughs> now. You got people knocking down I got, your door. Dude, I got phone calls every day. Um, but yeah so, yeah. so calls. How many more days do you have of calls? Today was the last one. Oh, the last one. Well, tomorrow, half day? or uh, Tomorrow, I'm. So the way it works is I will often have open, unresolved tickets after mm-hmm. a phone call or oh. something like that. So tomorrow for the half day, I'm just, because we're off for a week, yeah. I'm going to be like, finalizing cases and trying to resolve things. So, yeah. Uh, so it should be relatively chill because even that used to stress me out and now it feels a little bit better. I just, mm-hmm. I hated the training process. Yeah. That was the whole thing. But Yeah, it seems like it was pretty garbage. Like, yeah, I mean, everybody, even my management was like, we know how difficult this is. So that that's unfortunate and mm-hmm. it's been super stressful, but I keep hearing from friends who've been there for a while, like just hang on and it'll be better. So I'm trying yeah. to hang on. Just with anything, really. Yeah. The more time you spend with it, the more yeah. you get good at it. And it's like how much I don't know how much of my like my desire to not be a part of the system yeah. I can really focus on right now. It makes it <laughs> and I one hundred percent I understand you because like even, you know, before I was doing uh streaming full time and I was working at the chip place, like my mind was always racing like, okay, what kind of content can I make? How do I get yeah. myself in a good position? Like how do I let my creative juices out mm-hmm. while still doing this job that takes yeah. a bunch of my time. Exactly. Um so it's it's a hard balance. It and it, and it sucks because we are very much creative types and we are. And we always should be creating. I agree. So, so the middle road of that, I guess, is finding a job that really flexes your creative muscles mm-hmm. um, and and fills that. But it's hard because when you're doing it for a job, um, you're not like doing it for yourself. I guess like yeah. like the content you'll be making. Like it, let's say you do uh, like an ad job and you make jingles and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You're making jingles for people to use, mm-hmm. but it doesn't reflect who you are as an artist and stuff sure. per se. Right. So. Yeah. And I've never, I've never really had a job like that mm-hmm. to figure out if that, 
I've had some like times where it's like I'm mostly doing creative stuff, and if you if that's your only source of income and you mm-hmm. don't know where it's going to come from, like you you end up like striving for work and money and stuff, and that's frustrating and kind of drains you anyways. Yeah. But like I saw a job post the other day, and Screen Rant is looking for uh, video game content writers, like, oh. just to write articles and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, I would do something like that. That would be tight. But it's probably payment per article. That's yeah. So it's like you gotta. I feel like you gotta slowly drip your way into that. Yeah, it's it's field. and that's what I've seen a lot cuz I was looking for uh again while I was streaming and stuff I wanted to do an online job. Um and a lot of it was pay per article or Ooh. sometimes they would do it per word or per like 100 words or something like that. Sure, like yeah. they would all they would be crazy how they pay you. But none of it was like you would need to do like 10 of those jobs to equal a normal job. You right, know? right. Um, so, but getting your foot in the door is good because if you write good reviews and like have names attached to stuff you've done until you get farther along. Right, exactly. Yeah, so uh, I think for now, I'm doing okay. And you're mentally good. Staying afloat, almost. Some days I am, <laughs> yeah. some days I'm not. Like yesterday, I was not. And today, I'm okay. Yeah, so, what happened yesterday? Just bad calls? Uh, I was just like, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I take no joy in it, yeah. you know? Like, there's no part of it that I It's not I worth enjoy. all the stress. No, exactly. Mm-hmm. And like stress kills people. Yep. So I'm it like, really does. I'm like, this is not worth it. I don't feel like I'm helping anyone. I don't feel like I'm doing any good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, all right, I'm three months in. I should stick it out still, at least get out of the training period because technically it's like a six month training period. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to hang in there and be like, maybe I can get to a point where this isn't so mentally taxing. Mm-hmm. Cause if I can do that, then I think it's a job because I work from home and stuff like that. I can balance like other pursuits with, so we'll see. That's yeah. where I'm at. But, uh, I'm also in vacation mode. So, so you're, which I feel like you were just on vacation recently. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, hey, the job doesn't, is not without its perks. Yeah, so I'll give you that. Definitely. Yeah, that's very, the, the time off is too good. It's too good. Too good. And uh, tomorrow I start my vacation off by, uh, I'm, there's this uh, little conference going on in Cambridge, Mass, mm-hmm. and a friend of mine is a big part of putting it on, and he invited me um, to, there's like an A&R session from this record label, mm-hmm. and they're like reviewing songs that oh, have been yeah, submitted. Did this. I tell you about that? Yeah, yeah. So that's tomorrow afternoon. Mm-hmm. And if they dig the song, then I get to play a big show on Saturday. Um, oh, but, so they wait, they put you in a show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because so, I remember you saying there was a, like a record deal with it. Oh, or? yeah, yeah. If they yeah. like your song, you you play the show Saturday, you get a five song distribution deal, mm-hmm. uh, photography, free production, bunch of stuff. Yeah. So it'd be super dope. Mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, I'm going in hopeful, but yeah. I'm like typically not what people are looking for when there's like contests and stuff, which is not Dude. to, not in a negative way. I just like, I don't think I sound. Like what a lot of people are looking for, but I, I don't know. What do I, I don't know. I what feel do like I know? you have so many good hit songs. Like recently, of course, your old stuff's awesome too. But recently, you've had Ooh. a lot of strong. <laughs> I like it. That's I don't okay. care what you think. <laughs> uh, like, as That's the artist, important. I don't want. I don't want to listen to you. That's fair. No, it's more important <laughs> that other people like it. Honestly. Right. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, your recent songs are like uh, it's super catchy, and they, they're what like modern music or people enjoy you know it's better than most modern music i'd <laughs> much rather hear that on the radio than what i hear now thanks man um but did uh did you pick a song that you're gonna show them yeah what is it swans which you've heard yes right mm-hmm. um which uh that'll be out in july july 15th mm-hmm. swans will be out oh. so i'm gonna post promo and stuff about it yeah. so if you if you if you don't know what i'm talking about you can find me at ata raps on instagram mm-hmm. and uh, shameless plug music Love video it. coming out mm-hmm new song so i'm excited about it anyways yeah but i was like i'm just gonna show him this track i Mm -hmm. feel like it's my most like 
I don't know, accessible, mm-hmm. you know? Some of my stuff's really weird, and that's, yeah. like, my favorite stuff, but not everybody gets it at first, you know? It's true. Hey, or you got to see it live. Yeah. There there are some, like, aspects to different songs, but I don't know. I think it's, it's just all good. Thanks, man. It's all just good music. Stop, stop it. Nah, stop. I'm not. Okay. Guys, don't listen to Brett right now. Brett. Animatronic the Abolisher. Yeah, you can't. And Franklin. And Franklin? And Franklin. That's the name of your album. Benjamin Frank. <laughs> Benjamin, you. I don't like Benjamin Frank. Uh, what are we doing? Uh, let's go into television. Okay. Television. I finished another season of Seinfeld. Oh, what season? Five. And? It's amazing. It's still still doing good. Yeah. still going strong. Yeah. I know I'm kind of itching for a, a sitcom, but I don't know if I want to jump into Dude, Seinfeld. Seinfeld is so good. <sighs> I, I, I know it is. You get to season three, and mm-hmm. it's like, it's definitely my, I don't know what to watch. <gasps> Seinfeld. Oh, okay. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's, it's just that. always there for you. That's it. We don't have to talk about it more. It's just well, great. we can. I'm just, I'm, I'm no, excited you're great. making it. No, that's it. It's great. Well, I got something else to talk about. Tell me what it is. The Obi-Wan show. Yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm. I finished it. Yeah. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah? Yeah. Heck yeah. I really was... thought you were going to say it was bad. <laughs> I, I will say it did start off very slow. Yeah. Um, I would say the first three episodes, it's six episodes total. So the first half uh, was a lot of building up. It was a lot of, uh, you know, if you've seen Star Wars episode three, you know, uh, all the stuff that happens between Anakin and Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. And so all of that weight and and uh, trauma and all of that is on Obi-Wan. It's a lot it's, of weight and trauma. It's a lot, dude. Yeah. It's like four. It's at least four weight and traumas. Yeah, exactly. That's what it equates to. <laughs> um, so, you know, the first couple episodes are him getting back on the saddle, if you will, and mm-hmm. he's kind of dealing with I'm it. Back! Back in black. <laughs> I'm back in the saddle again. Isn't that how it goes? I, I'm back. I think so. Rock and roll, baby. Dude, we're back on it. All right, what were you saying? Um, <clears throat> he gets back on the saddle. Yes. I'm back. Yeah, I knew it was coming. So I just. (laughs) Um, So yeah, it just spends a lot of time on him, like coming to terms with like having to help people again and go back to the Jedi way and stuff. And uh, so it's slow. It's really slow. Okay, it's cool. It's got some cool parts. That does sound cool. Uh, It has some um, unexplainable parts as far as like Mm. why didn't he just die right there or why did that character walk away instead of fight like. There's there's a lot of weird oh, no. parts. It, it, if you look into it deeper and you like think about it, it makes sense. Okay. Like, and it's not a big spoiler. There's a part where uh, where Obi Wan uh, sees a popular Sith friend, if you will. Okay. And they fight. Yeah. And Obi Wan is down on the ground. You can just say Luke Skywalker, dude. We yeah. Know you're talking it's, about. He's fighting Luke Skywalker, <laughs> <laughs> fighting to the death, and uh, he uh, falls into this like pit of fire. He's yeah. like ah uh, all over the place, and the Sith just walks away just like not assuming he's dead because he sees someone pull obi-wan out of the fire he just walks away and and one can assume yeah that he has to wait till he's at his full power till obi-wan's at his full capacity but it's never said it's never implied so it's like you can kind of explain it but you shouldn't have to do gymnastics to explain it right exactly it's like he had the full opportunity to destroy obi-wan and that could have been the end of the series could have been it Huh. But instead, he walked away. Yeah, and it was just, it was really they were the fire was still going. It was in between them. But again, he could just walk through the fire or go around it or use the force and make the fire. Sp- 
Anyways, the, is very the second half too. makes up for all that. The second half of the series is freaking awesome. That's fantastic. It, it feels like good old Obi-Wan back doing his Obi-Wan thing. Uh, there's cool flashbacks. There's cool uh, uh, callbacks, cameos. Everything you want from this, it's there. Doing Obi-Wan things the way only Obi-Wan can do. Obi-Wan Kenobi do. Is the popular Sith friend played by Doug Jones? I don't think so. No? No. Okay. Doug Jones? Yeah. Who's that? I just realized that it would massively <laughs> spoil it regardless. I, I mean, I think we already know what we're talking about. But. <laughs> it's already... I mean, if you've seen a preview for the series, you know who this person is, but... Yeah. Doug Jones? Do you, mean, do you mean the other Jones? Don't say it like that. Don't say Doug Jones. Not Doug Jones, but the other. James? James Jones? James Earl Jones? <laughs> James Earl Jones? It's not Doug Jones. Who's Doug <laughs> Dude, Doug Jones. That's... He, he plays like a million... He's like a character actor. I don't... He plays a million, a million people. Well, he's not playing the people I think of. Unless he does, but I don't think he does. Does Jones. Does Jones. Let's see, does he pop up? Wait, who are you talking about? Maybe I'm... <laughs> oh, you're not sure who our popular Sith friend is. I mean, I thought I was, but... It's, it's the most obvious popular Sith friend. <laughs> At this point, I should just say it. Yeah. James Earl Jones. <laughs> uh, Wait, it's not. he's not listed in the credits. Of course he's not, Brett. Because it's not who you're thinking of. Doug Jones? Du- it's not Doug Jones. Do you know who Doug Jones is? I don't know who he plays. I don't know who you're referring to. Uh, I just... Oh. Look- yeah. Wow, yeah. that's funny. Uh, he he has a similar... Uh, Did you get the uh, name confused? Resume. Or- oh. Kind of. Um, I uh, They both play like different... Uh, it's. It, do you recognize this name? Uh... Yeah. Is it him? No. Well, what the hell, dude? It's the guy. It's Whatever. The... <laughs> oh, Brett. Oh, James Earl Jones. Please. I know why you're saying that now. Please. I thought you were talking about it. I literally thought you were talking about someone else. I thought you were randomly saying James Earl Jones. No. Can I tell you that my first association with James Earl Jones is like the Bell telephone ads? <laughs> what the? It's I would thing. go with like Mufasa. I forgot that was him. Useless. What do you mean Bell telephone? All right. I thought you were talking about... Uh, who at this point? Darth Maul. No. Yeah, okay. Spoilers. Now I know. Now, <laughs> now I know. know. <laughs> and Doug Jones. Okay, Doug Jones. Who does he play in? <laughs> so, all right, listen. I'm going to take you all <laughs> on ready. a little journey. I'm ready. Now, the, the actor who plays Darth Maul is yes. Ray Park. Right. Which I know sounds nothing like Doug Jones. <laughs> Definitely not. But yep. he's a character actor, and he in the fact that he plays like, he plays Toad from X-Men, he yep. plays Snake Eyes in G.I. Joe. Cool. Um, he plays a bunch of random, um, let me see, who else, who else? Oh, another Mortal Kombat oh. um, um, credit. Uh, some of these other ones I don't recognize. But Doug Jones plays, he's like... Um, uh, what's his name? Billy. I always forget his name. Billy Butcherson. Is that his name? In Hocus Pocus. He's, okay. um, he's, uh, uh, who's the water guy in Hellboy? Oh God. The, um, Aquafina. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So you got them confused. He's the pale man in Pan's Labyrinth. Okay. He's the angel of death in Hellboy 2. I see. So they he plays like wacky monsters like characters. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, monsters and stuff. And they do like weird bendy stuff. So you thought like, he was Darth Maul. Yes. And I thought Darth Maul is who you were talking about. But I was not. But Ray Park plays Darth Maul and Darth Maul is not in Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> right. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> And James Earl Jones also doesn't play Darth Maul, but he's in some phone commercials, and Tim brought him up for a reason I don't understand. Well, I just help you. Well, because you were talking about Jones, so I thought you got the the Jones confused. I'm kidding. I know why you brought him up now. I gotta I'm just go to bed. <laughs> it's brutal. Obi Wan's great. Is I just, it? That's I, good. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a good series, and I think as you like being not super deep into it, mm-hmm. it's one that's really worth watching because it complements the prequels really well. Cool. It. I would say it fits as a another prequel movie. Do you think people are starting to like enjoy the prequels at this point? I think. I don't know. That's a good question. Like, has um, the hatred turned into? Because I know people who hate them so much, but still revisit them like every year. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think there's always like a a silent enjoyment of the third one. I think people like, even mm. if people hate the prequels, they usually like Revenge of the Sith. Sure, okay. Because it just has so much going on. It's just a great movie overall. Um, so I don't know if these are making them seem better to people who usually don't like them. Yeah. Um, I think forever and forever and ever, the Attack of the Clones will always be bad. I think people <laughs> just think it's not good, you yeah. know? And because and, there's nothing to fix it at this point. Where like... Abe Sapien. What? Abe Sapien. Oh, the fish guy. Yeah, nice. Sorry. No, I'm glad it came to you. It was swimming around in my yeah. Oh. Ah. Nice. I don't know if it got on the mic, but... Oh, it did. Oh, good. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I think, like, it makes... I, it, it does make the prequels stronger, Yeah. but um, I don't know if it makes them better. It makes them, like... Yeah. Which is weird, because stronger and better are, like, kind of similar, but... Well, no, I mean, in a way, they're, like, adding foundation to them, but people still... I just... It's funny, I hear about them now as much as I do the original trilogy. Yeah. Whether it's from people like mocking them into the ground to the point where it's like, well, you still talk about them as much as you talk about the original trilogy. Right. You still rewatch them every year or whatever. So I don't know. And it's canon. It's not like anybody's avoiding it. They're making shows based on the stories told in those movies. Right. So it's It's not like like it was forgotten. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I just find that really interesting. Um, so that's cool. Uh, where do you put it next to like Boba Fett? What else have we had for Star Wars? Mandalorian, shows? Mando, Boba Fett, and, and Obi Wan. And that's it. Uh, ooh, that's tough. Better than Boba Fett for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Mandalorian was so good. Yeah, I love Mando. I really like that. But I love Obi Wan's my favorite from Star Wars. So mm. uh, it's hard to beat my favorite character. You don't have to, dude. No pressure here. I think, uh, man, that, those last three episodes are so good, though. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'd probably still put Mando on top because mm. it, it was strong consistently throughout the whole season yep. or seasons, and Obi-Wan was a little slow at the beginning. Okay. So I think, um, yeah, probably Mando on top still, but Obi-Wan's right there. Cool. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Worth a watch. Good Disney Plus taking over the world. Yeah. Like usual. You watch uh, Miss Marvel yet? No. Totally forgot it uh, about it. Me too. I, I honestly, I feel bad. Like I got on, uh, actually I went on Disney plus yesterday mm-hmm. or the day before. No, it was yesterday. Really not important. Um, <laughs> it, it matters, bro. And uh, you know what? For everyone listening, it was this previous Wednesday. Nice. Um, and I saw the banner and it's like new episodes every Wednesday. I was like, oh my gosh, I feel, I kind of feel like it was under, it was either under promoted or I'm a little bit fatigued. I, and I don't know what it is, but I do want to watch it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm willing to admit I'm fatigued. Yeah. I definitely, I feel it. I was not excited to watch this. I know it's good, mm-hmm. for, at least from what I've seen. It looks really good. Yeah. The reviews and stuff have been good. Um, but yeah, I just like, I want to watch... Brody's breathing heavily. Um, yeah, he is. He was itching, I guess. Uh, I will watch it, but there's just other shows I'd rather watch. Like Stranger Things, I feel like I need to catch up mm-hmm. on. Um, you do? And there are some other ones that I have that I just need to watch over uh, that. Yeah, right. I mean, that's kind of how I felt. And and although, again, it was like off my radar, but I saw it last night and I didn't like jump to start it. Yeah. I actually started a different show. Mm-hmm. Um, so on Disney+, Plus, a new show called Baymax just came out. Oh, yeah. Um, it's six... 10-minute episodes, 10 to 11-minute episodes. Oh, they're only 10. Okay. I was curious how they were going to do it because it looks like it was animated by Disney Studios. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, And that's not cheap. No. Not not cheap. And this is our first fully animated Disney Plus show. I Because I know we've had like the Pixar shorts and the Disney shorts, like, and they're extra like five-minute, you know, epilogues or whatever. But I don't think, at least on Disney Plus... Yeah, I can't think of another one. Because we did have a Big Hero 6 show. Right, but that was a different animation, right? Yeah. 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 Um, this looks great. We mm-hmm. watched three episodes last night, um, or whenever we watched it. And um, <laughs> they're funny. Yep. Baymax is super endearing. Uh, if you're a fan of uh, Big Hero 6 and all... It takes place after the main movie? It does, yeah. And it's uh, it's just... Bi- what it is, is each story focuses on a different... It's almost like an anthology. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Uh, each 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 episode is the story of a different person who gets injured or has some kind of crisis. Mm-hmm. So Baymax comes running and is like, "I was alerted when you said, ow, ow, my ankle.' Like the, that's <laughs> how each story starts. Yeah, and they all have like a really a really heartfelt story told in about eight minutes. That's it's, awesome. It's seven to eight minutes before the credits roll, mm-hmm. and then there's a post credits moment with uh, Baymax in his room with uh, Hero. Yeah, Hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And he just makes an appearance, and uh, there's like a little thing that Baymax is doing that's tied into whatever that episode was about. Yeah. Um, so the first episode is about him, you know, trying to run a cafe, and the mm-hmm. second episode is about him trying to teach someone to swim. And it's really funny. It captures all the... Um, all the sort of charm of Big Hero 6 in, you know, eight to ten minutes. Mm -hmm. And I, like, in three short episodes, I'm not saying I almost cried, (laughs) but there were multiple moments where I was like, that's really sweet. Oh, no, I mean, I am the first to admit when, uh, like, uh, so many good short animated things Mm -hmm. make me feel as emotional as, like, a two-hour animated epic. You know, um, what was it? Girl. Uh, Yeah, yeah. the one I was thinking of though was uh Paperman. Paperman, yeah. Paperman is like so great. Delicious. Yeah. It's so good. Yep. And it's told it's what, like seven minutes? Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's, yeah. So there there's there's some magic in short form media mm-hmm. like that. And you could tell a concise emotional story in that time. So Yeah, and I think what really helps with these stories is Baymax is such a pure character mm-hmm. that there you know, his intentions are only to help and he's so like he's such a simple, pure character that yeah. The things he says just kind of resonate with the people he's trying to help, and mm-hmm. it's really good. So um, I love Big Hero Six. That's probably one of my favorite yeah, um, Disney it's, movies. Um, it's really good. Yeah. So so that's uh, that's that's a really fun show if you're into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, finish Stranger Things season four part one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Bro. Uh, dude, it's taking <laughs> over the world. It's so good. Yeah, it's so good. Oh man, 
I got so much to catch up on. You do. I have seasons. Um, I want to say one thing that was so cool about this is, I mean, there are so many things that I, I find really smart, and um, I just really love the approach of uh, Stranger Things um, writers and, and how they bring all the story threads together. And that's one thing about this season. I mean, there have got to be... There are many threads in every season, but in this one, you have groups of people who you've you're very familiar with mm -hmm. branching off into different groups, creating more story threads, plus new characters you've just met with mm -hmm. their own. And I mean, it's gotta be at its peak, like seven different storylines wow. that are happening. Yeah. Maybe, maybe five to seven. Let's mm -hmm. say that to be safe. And in the finale, it's like a thread I kind of forgot about. Like I didn't even think was going to be as important as it was and it just it pulls together so nicely and it was really fun in the last episode because you know it's the last episode and if you're watching with someone like Rachel and I were literally sitting there like I think this is going to happen no I think it's this and then I said something and she was like oh my gosh you're right and then she said something and I was like oh that's what it is oh. and then like it was just it was as crazy. the episode's going on it's fun to like yeah. make those points yeah it's mm -hmm. wild so that was a ride plus and, I um, mean the next part is in like Two days, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. So, so like, you didn't have to wait long. With that. Yeah, no. Um, and then the only other thing I have in TV, uh, also on Netflix, Umbrella Academy season three just dropped. Mm -hmm. We watched the first episode. I loved it. Yeah. Um, I've heard some people reporting. Were you falling off last I heard, or were you still into it? Uh, no, I was still into it. The, mm -hmm. I think it was the first season. By the end of it, uh, I'm trying to remember. There, you're not wrong. There was a moment somewhere in between seasons one and two where mm -hmm. I was kind of like, man, like uh, not a whole lot is happening. Yeah. Um, but this episode, I felt like a ton happened, like mm -hmm. action. We're introduced to new characters. It's funny. There's an insane dance sequence. <laughs> like <laughs> okay. literally everything happens in this. And uh, it's, it's really, really good. One of my favorite scenes with uh, Elliot Page mm -hmm. in this episode from the, like from their performance from across the entire season, like, they had some really good moments, but this one was like one of my favorites. And it's just a conversation in a diner. And yeah. I was just like, oh man. Just emotional. Uh, and yeah, like just really intimidating, which yeah. isn't their character's arc all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, so so yeah, uh, I've, I've heard some reports that the season's a little bit slow, but that's been my experience with the seasons prior to, yeah. is there some slowness to it? But this one I thought kicked off like crazy. Mm -hmm. Like there was so much happening and uh, I forgot how much I really liked all the characters. Yeah, so. man. Just hearing every show, I got so much to catch up lot, on. Dude. I, I yeah. want to do uh, Harley Quinn. That's, oh, that's, yeah. Because season three is coming out July 18th is or something. July? Yeah. I, enough in July. Dude. <laughs> enough. Give me Get a out break. of here. So I got that. I got Stranger Things. I yeah. have um, uh, some animes, Comey Can't Communicate, and uh, uh, Spy X Family or something. Okay. There's just too much. Yeah. Too much. Enough is too much. Enough is too much. And I still want to watch Westworld. Um, and Watchmen oh, completely missed oh my Watchmen, and there's that Chernobyl series. Chernobyl. Um, I wanted to watch. Um, uh, what was it? Lovecraft Country. Oh yeah, that, that got canceled. Yeah. Year, yeah. Oh, that's over. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So I, I didn't don't, watch it. Dude. <laughs> right. We. <made> it. <laughs> I always feel like if something gets canceled that I don't watch, it's my fault. I felt like that forever. <laughs> like I would stop watching something for a while and be like, yep. Oh, I wonder what's up with that show. And it's like, Oh, it's not on it, anymore. It's like, Oh, I guess that you know, I'm not watching it. Maybe that's our secret power, dude. We just cancel be. shows. I've always had the weird uh, uh, ability to uh, have like a premonition of shows, cartoons that haven't been on in a, a while, and that, and that episode shows up. As a kid, I always used to be like, Man, I wonder where that episode is, and it was on that day. Now, of course, they probably play. 
like 40 cartoons in a day. So my chances of seeing that episode were pretty, pretty big. Yeah. Uh, I suppose. But it was, it was always a weird thing. I was I like, I still think it's a power. Could be. It's a power. It's a power. Speaking of power. Yeah. Let's go into movies. Okay. Ooh, ooh, let's go to the movies. Brett. Yeah. You requested that I watch a movie. Oh, did you watch it? I did watch Dude, it. Dude, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot I told you he to watch it. He just spit everywhere. He I was did. so excited. Whoa. <laughs> I am. I feel ill-prepared, even though this was my this was This was your thing. I can tell you why this came up, too. Now, do we talk about your movie, or do we talk about the other movie first? Um, I think we usually do the other segment at the end, At right? the end. Okay. Yeah. That's fine with me. I think that's what we do. Yep. <laughs> uh, so the oh, movie... Man. Yeah, you get ready. You get set up for it. Yeah, you, go ahead. Go so ahead. So you just texted me uh, the other day, and you're like, okay, dude, I just saw this like wild movie. Mm-hmm. Be aware, it's full of naked women. Yep. It's nuts. It's crazy. Naked animated women, I should say. Did I lie about that? You did not lie. No, I'm, <laughs> I, and uh, I'll probably make a point of it again later, but uh, every woman in the movie has loses her clothes within the first like two minutes of yes. seeing the character. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, so this movie I've always been aware of. Same. Um, I've Same. seen the cover. It was definitely not what I expected watching no, it i was neither. like this is crazy mm-hmm. um so the movie brett would you like to say the name since it's your baby sure. yeah yeah so the, <laughs> the movie <laughs> is 1981's heavy metal heavy metal and i can tell you why this came up for me mm-hmm. uh you know i've, been, I've just been kind of reassessing everything lately and realizing <laughs> your life it should be everything should be more rock and roll you know <laughs> you're still on the rock that's when i saw it i was like brett was just looking up rock and roll documentaries okay so even though this isn't one this is just po- what popped up this is what i found here <laughs> you would find a top list. 20 best rock and roll movies ever made you fool so here's the thing yep. i've talked about it before uh-huh. i go through phases you do and I go through them aggressively. You sure do. I can't say I've gone through this one specifically. Do yeah. I listen to a, a classic rock relatively frequently? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, you know. Do I watch Airheads every now and then? It's been a long time, but mm-hmm. I watched it two weeks ago because wow. it's number 20 on the top 20 rock and roll movies Are you going to watch everything made. on the list? I'm going through it. It's got some interesting <laughs> stuff on here. I got to um, thank Brutal Legend for this. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brutal Legend has a lot to do with brought it. A, brought us to this School moment. of Rock. I watched that with yep. the kids. So it's is a lot of things all at once. It is. It's like number one, actually. It's a really good one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this article is from, a, um, let's see, what's the source? Studio Binder, which I'm unfamiliar with. Of but, course. Um, yeah, so I, I picked up this list because I was also thinking about, like, I don't know if you're familiar with... Um, uh, oh, what's it called? Detroit Rock City. It's a movie about the kids on a road trip to go see Kiss. No, um, that sounds and fun, though. I used to see the trailer all the time, and I've never actually watched it. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? There's a bunch of cool, like, like music move, music related movies out there, like road trip type mu- movies. Yep. Groups of kids getting in trouble, like whatever. Um, and I was like, I wonder, like, if I looked up a list of that, what it would be. So I looked it up. Airheads is number 20, 1994's Airheads. Have you ever seen Airheads? Mm-hmm. Bro, Airheads is amazing. <laughs> You've never seen Airheads? No. Dude, so it's Brendan Fraser, uh-huh. um, Adam, already in. Adam Sandler, and uh, Steve Buscemi. Oh, wow. And they play a band called the, the Lone Rangers, mm-hmm. and their whole goal is just to try to get signed. They're trying to get a record deal. So they go down to this radio station, and they kind of break in. And uh, one of uh, Steve Buscemi's character um, snuck in, unbeknownst to the other members, snuck in a, uh, a water gun that looks extremely realistic. Oh, no. So when the radio uh, DJ uh, refuses to play their single... Uh, Steve Buscemi pulls out the gun and the other guys just kind of go with it. Oh, So they God. end up taking over this radio station and it becomes this whole thing. That sounds awesome. It's awesome, yeah. dude. It's the greatest. So this was number 20. Found mm-hmm. it online. Watched it immediately. Yep. 
Uh, number 19, Heavy Metal. Heavy Metal. So I found it on Amazon, and th- what's funny is uh, it actually popped up a while ago, Heavy Metal on, on Prime, and I mm-hmm. saved it. I thought, but then I went and looked, and it was Heavy Metal 2000. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is the sequel. I, I know as little about that as I knew about this one. Yep. Um, probably similar to you. I've always been aware of this movie. Mm-hmm. As a kid, I thought... Now, this came out 81, so I wasn't born for years. Uh, it you know it was old by the time I became aware of it. Um, but I was like, oh, it's animated, mm-hmm. and it's about music. Like, yeah. And I just remember being told as a kid, like, no, 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 you do not get <laughs> to watch this. You can't watch that. And I, I've That's heard so that funny. it's weird. Mm-hmm. And um, But the description in this article is like, oh, it's basically a bunch of like metal covers come to life, yep. slash a movie that exists just to produce a soundtrack, to put a soundtrack out. Because oh. um, there's, there's obviously a lot of focus on the yeah. music. Um, and the music, I, I think I've heard some of it before. Yes, yeah. I it mean, sounded familiar, <laughs> yeah. but... It actually was less recognizable to me than I thought. Like, mm-hmm. I knew the bands, but the song selection I found odd in certain moments, yeah. but I don't know. Um, so that's what I knew going in. Yeah. Uh, I rented it because mm-hmm. it was on sale. It was like two bucks or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Whatever. Quickly realized I couldn't really watch this in any room of my house. Nope. For fear of anyone walking in and right. me not knowing what's going to happen Dude, next. in the living room? Oh, my God. I'm just thinking of some scenes. Yeah. Nope. I had to watch it really late. Yeah. Really late. <laughs> yeah. It's a good, like, grindhouse movie. Right. Mm-hmm. So what's your take on it? Like, I've talked too much. You, no, no, you you're go. good. It's, uh, yeah, so my understanding of it, I always thought it was just like a two-hour-long music video. That was, yeah. I just assumed yeah. an animated music video. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if there was talking. I didn't know if there was a story. Um, so watching it, going into it today, I'm like, okay, let's see what it's about. Yeah. Because uh, I watched it earlier this morning, afternoonish, um, and uh, it's it's a trip. Yeah, it's so it's essentially an anthology. Yeah, so it's a bunch of different stories relating around this like evil orb. Yeah, and it goes around through time and space and history, causing evil, mm-hmm. causing darkness. Um, and yeah, I mean the first story they tell you is of this like uh, uh, this. Well, technically, it's the guy in the spaceship bringing the orb. Yeah, um, which is interesting. But the the first one's with the cabbie. And, yes, and and that was that was gripping. Like that was a good start, wasn't it? Because I was like, "This is cool." It like is. it's a, a cab noir story where he essentially is saving this woman, and it's a, again all focused around the orb. The orb's always there. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's so metal. Yeah. <laughs> it, it definitely fits its name. Yeah. Um, I did not expect the violence and the uh nudity. Yeah. And like it went hard with that. Stuff. I know. Yeah. Um, uh, but I I really enjoyed it. I did thought, you? I thought it was good all the way through. Cool. Um, the ending story was a little long-winded, I think. I felt that way, too. Yeah. I felt like there was a lot of just, like, check out the sweet music and, and all these visuals we made. And it's, like, ten minutes of her flying on the little dude. Right, like, right. Okay, let's get to it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was it was wild. It was. I, I think one thing of note is the animation. Mm-hmm. Like, the styles vary. It, it's, like, it's gross. It is. <laughs> it's kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. I, I think my least favorite... Uh, oh, notable uh, that John Candy does, like... Like multiple voices yeah. throughout it, which yep. I thought was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the one where he like is a little boy and then becomes well, so he's eighteen. There's one part in particular where he says eighteen years without women, and I get two in the same day. Oh, that's right. I that's thought right. the same thing. I was like, he's like twelve, yeah. and he's doing this with all these girls, <laughs> right? But he's eighteen. Yeah, thankfully. yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, so that that one I thought the animation was like so uncomfortable to look at yeah. in the courtroom one. Yeah, I that one looked better animation yeah. wise. Like, or not like better, but like 
cleaner, more cartoony. It, yeah, it was more like, more like a cartoon. Whereas like the cabbie one, or yeah. even the the opening uh, where the this dude is in like a car. He's yep. like some kind of space car astronaut <laughs> right. or whatever. <laughs> before he dies brutally in front of his daughter. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, um, that's crazy. And then uh, the the cabbie story like that animation is so odd and yeah like, it reminds me for anyone who's you know who remembers like i don't know early mtv animation when they started doing cartoons like late at night and mm-hmm. it was like just really strange like yeah. there's just something dark about it almost it, um, it, i can i feel like it's like dirty animation like yeah it's, it's gross yeah like <laughs> the colors feel off but and, it fits the the vibe it yeah f- it fits what it was going for yeah it definitely does um but yeah, it's just like it's a bunch of mature like sci-fi and well, mostly sci-fi stories. I would yeah, say yeah. A, lot of, a lot of them take place in like uh, you know different universes, different mm-hmm. time timelines and stuff. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was like it was good all the way through. Like I'm thinking of the different stories and stuff. Um, the only one that was kind of like weird to me was the one where the girl gets abducted and she like the robot. It, it was a quick one. It was very short. Yeah, she like. Uh, she gets abducted and the robot's oh. like, here, come to the bedroom with me and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that was super weird. It was out of nowhere. Yeah. It was short. It just like... And that one, I couldn't even remember w- how the orb was involved. The orb, she was wearing a necklace oh, with the right. orb. Okay. But then the robot guy who jumped on her to like take the orb, his, like the orb thing fell with the guy, I guess, because she wasn't wearing it after right. after she was on the ship. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know, but it, it just feels like one of those like underground, you'd mm-hmm. find the VHS VHS tapes in the back of like, I mean, in the eighties, I don't even know where you'd find it. Dude, but. <laughs> I don't know. It, yeah. It's very, it's very strange. And yep. it screams underground. Like it's yep. something that, uh, I think is like more popular underground, but a lot mm-hmm. of people probably don't go out of their way to see it. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the art, the animation in that last story was mm-hmm. super, super cool. Yes. Um, that, that was definitely like the best one. You can tell that was like their big story. Right. For sure. They spent the most time with it. Yeah. Like, honestly, I thought the, the part where she was like putting on her costume mm-hmm. was like beautiful. Yeah, it was it was like the the detailing and like how they took the time to animate it so well, I yeah, think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and the fight she had at the end, that was brutal. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, it was dude, such a trip. Yeah. It was very strange. Yeah, that's the way the best way to describe it. Yeah. It's a trip. Like 100%. you know, just take some mushrooms and go nuts or something. I'm glad, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you watched it. I was like, I don't know how to discuss this without Tim also having seen it. Yeah, yeah. Because it is, it's a trip. It really is. But it fits that like late 70s weird movie vibe, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, so even though it was early 80s, but. Pretty much the opposite of that, mm-hmm. real quick, yes. before we go into the next one. Sure. I saw Lightyear. Oh, and? It's great. The reviews on it are bad. Are they? Yeah, it's pretty, huh. mostly middle of the road, I should say. Yeah? Not bad. Um, just, um, yeah, so it was, it was good. I just had a lot of fun with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really have any complaints. It's not the funniest uh, like Disney offering ever. Yeah. But uh, do you know what the story is? So I didn't until I saw a trailer um, just recently. Okay. And it's super interesting. Yeah. I, I didn't know it was going to go that direction. Like the angle of what you're watching? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. I didn't either. And so it's the first thing it says when you sit down to, to watch it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's like a spoiler. It was... uh, some people said it was. Uh, it's a. Uh, uh, I don't think it is, but okay, because uh, it explains like why it is what it is. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I I won't say it, but the it, the movie the story being told is 
being told for a different reason than I thought. Yeah. And they tell you right at the beginning, like, this is what you're about to watch. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was cool. thought the characters were really fun. Taika Waititi's great. He's yep. super funny. Chris Evans, I thought, was good. I've seen him as a captain before, so that was fun. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it's just a fun adventure. Mm-hmm. Like, the there are a bunch of really cool action scenes. Uh, the animation looks amazing. Really? That's um, good. And what I really think is interesting about it is I have known of people mm-hmm. who have been significant Buzz Lightyear fans mm-hmm. just based on Toy Story's Buzz Lightyear, who is based only on, like, a thing in that universe. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. But when you look at it, it's like, all right, Buzz Lightyear's costume's kind of rad. He's mm-hmm. like, he's a space ranger. Like, that's cool. This movie, like, gives more, like, um, I don't know, more grounds for people to be, like, significantly be Buzz Lightyear fans. Because mm-hmm. he's he's cool. Like yeah. this movie is about him actually going through like his space adventures. Right. And Cause the, from the movies, the, the original toy story, you just know him as the toy. He's just a toy. Yeah. But people like have, I, I literally know people who like collect Buzz Lightyear figures mm-hmm. and they, they've been able to extend, like take what Disney ga- or Pixar gave us yeah. in uh, Toy Story mm-hmm. and extend their imagination into why kids would love that character. Right. In real real life. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's weird. It's yeah, because I mean when you think about other characters in that movie, Buzz Lightyear is the only one who got he got a spin-off TV show. He got a cartoon back in the day. Oh yeah, yeah. On Toon Disney. Wow, I forgot um, about that. Yeah, so like he's always been a character that seems to stick out more than mm-hmm. anybody else. Because Woody gets a lot of I would say a lot of the uh the the spotlight sure. on him in the movies, you know. Um, because the second movie it goes through him, uh his whole history where he comes from and the yeah. other toys and stuff. Fourth movie focuses on him and his relationship with Bo Peep. Like it's always a Woody movie yeah um but uh so it's just interesting that buzz gets a lot of like spin-off stuff yeah would you want to see a woody movie like they would make the same style as lightyear just a western i guess interesting i don't know if it could be pulled off i don't know either i don't know like it could be cool yeah it could i mean technically this movie is just like a sci-fi adventure movie so i don't know why you couldn't make like an animated western, western style movie. i mean they and... did like rango that was a western I never saw Rango. Me neither, but yeah. I just know it's a Western. Oh, interesting. Uh, people said it was really good, though. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Well, people say things. People, I, dude, <laughs> people always say stuff. Wasn't that like Johnny Depp played Rango? Yeah. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, Lightyear's good. I want to check it out. Mm-hmm. It's it's fun, man. I, it really is fun. Kids loved it. Rach, good. Rach loved it. You know, I loved it. People loved it. People loved it. People loved it. <laughs> you know what else people love? What's that? When we torture ourselves. Ah, so we're doing this. <laughs> we're doing In a world where few podcasts have the courage to take the plunge into insanity, two brothers, Brett and Tim, will take on the list of doom. Nine films of debauchery, hilarity, despair, and doom. Will they succeed? Only time will tell. The list doesn't lie. And a great treasure lies to those who succeed. We're back. We're back. We're doing this. With another Edward special. Another special Edward moment. When did you watch it? Today? Uh, Two nights ago. Two nights ago. Two nights ago. Our friend Edward, if you're unfamiliar, uh, you can find him on Instagram at an anti-hero production mm-hmm. with underscores between each word. Currently working on Rarity Part 2. Rarity Part 2. Mm-hmm. Sequel to Rarity 
retro video game collecting in the modern era. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, That's on... I, I want to say Vimeo, but that's... Not that's, Vimeo. Yeah, it's uh, Voodoo. What's it called? Yeah, I think it's on Voodoo and Plex and... And uh, Amazon. Amazon. Amazon Prime. Oh, I wonder if it's in the app I use that will tell you where you can watch all the oh, things. Oh, that's interesting. I know. I'm going to look it up right yeah. now. What's Vimeo? That's money, isn't it? No, Venmo. No, it's, that's a video. Is it? It is a video platform, okay. but a lot of time... I don't know if they stream movies and stuff no, like that. No, they might not. There's um, so many. Like, when you think about it, there's so many out there. A lot of people Voodoo. use Vimeo for uh, music videos and music stuff. Music videos. Uh, Tubi, Plex. Tubi, that was the other uh, one. You can rent it on Amazon, and you can buy it on Amazon. Okay, Tubi was the one I was thinking What's of. this one? I don't know what this one is. What's it called? Guide Doc. Ooh. I guess I this know. is a... I don't know. And it's coming to uh, the IMDb streaming service. Really? Yeah. They, like th- IMDb TV? Well, they changed it to like Freevee, I think, is what it's called now. Um, just <laughs> but it's coming to that too. <laughs> Unbelievable. Anyways, we're, yeah. we're watching another movie on the list. Yes. Yeah, so he provided us with this list mm-hmm. that is supposed to uh, uh, just either make us feel uncomfortable or he just wanted to hear our reactions to these movies. Yes. And this one um, we're about to talk about yep. is called Cresha. Cresha. It's an A24 film. Yes. You could tell very much. So quickly. So quickly. Um, yeah, I watched it. I watched this last week. Yeah. Right? Why yeah. didn't we? We didn't get to it. Uh, I didn't get the chance because I was just too super busy. Coward. I, <laughs> well. Um, yeah, so this uh, it's an A24 movie. It's about um, a woman who was previously uh, an alcoholic or yes. addict. It's a little bit ambiguous. Maybe yeah, both. Maybe both. Mostly yep. alcohol, it seems. But. Yeah, yeah. That seems to be the primary thing. Um, and she is visiting her family for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, and she hasn't seen them in many, many years. Mm-hmm. There are lots of tensions. And it's that it is the story of that gathering. That yes. is what this movie is. Yes. Tim? I would say... Yeah. Due to the nature of this list, I expected a lot more from this movie, <laughs> and I think it may have soured my overall interesting my overall uh, take on the movie. Okay. Um, because I expected um, some horror. Yeah. I expected some thrilling moments. Yeah. I expected some disgusting things. Mm. We don't get any of that. Nope. Um, it's just like a, a, a story that, to some people, may hit really close to home. Yeah. Um, about just humans and their mistakes. Yeah. And trying to uh, uh, fix their mistakes mm-hmm. and falling while trying. Yeah. Falling t- or failing, I should say, failing while trying to do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's. Fine. It's fine. It didn't really impact me very much. Interesting. Um, again, maybe because I was looking for more from it. Okay. And I think given what we've seen on the list, <laughs> I just I didn't know going in what to expect. Yeah. Um, but I I can appreciate what was done in the movie. Cool. Because it does tell like a super compelling, realistic mm-hmm. story of of family and how they feel when uh, you know someone who may be an outcast comes to the family gathering. Sure. Yeah, we, yeah. We've definitely experienced some of that. Yeah. You know, just like people who have, have you know, may may not blend with the family as well as they sure. used to. Yeah, yeah. So when they appear, you're like, hmm, hi. Uh, yes. How's it going? So that was my favorite thing about this movie. I thought that there were a lot of really amazing performances. Yes. Like, I could identify sort of like the character profile of each person in this family. Yeah. Like, as soon as... Um, I, I really loved the opening sequence when mm-hmm. she's arriving to the house and she's kind of talking out loud to herself, like, oh, is this the right house? No. Um, 
And I did think there was, I was in a similar boat to you where I was mm-hmm. like sort of expecting either horror or something like that. Um, and it really wasn't, but it did have a lot of, especially in the latter end, it had a lot of dread about it mm-hmm. um, because it's sad. Like it's a really heavy story about how this woman like cannot get her footing mm-hmm. and seeing the first half where the relationships are kind of like, you spend a, the whole movie trying to figure out the relationships essentially. Yeah. Like where are they? Where were they left mm-hmm. uh, when, you know, when they last saw Cresha because it's, it's clearly been a while. Mm-hmm. There's tension, there's anger. You don't know exactly what happened. So I thought, I thought that ambiguity like helped a lot because mm-hmm. it just kept me sucked in to try to figure out like what was going on and analyze it a little bit. Yep. Um, the dude who played, let's see, what's his name? What's his name? Actually, did he play himself in this movie? That would be uh, weird. Director, hang on. A lot of them, a lot of the characters uh, were just used their actual names. Oh, interesting. Like, Kresha's name is Kresha. Huh. Um, and where the heck is... Oh, yeah, and Trey. The dude who directed it, uh, his name is Trey, Trey Edward Schultz, mm-hmm. um, played Trey in the movie, mm-hmm. who is Kresha's uh, son. Yes. And... Kresha in real life is Trey's aunt. Oh. So he wrote and directed this based I I forget which uh which family member, but based based on on one of their family members. Oh wow. And Kresha played that role. And oh, so super close to home, obviously, yeah. pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Um that's a that that definitely adds to it then that it was like realistic in that yeah, sense. Right, right. Um so yeah, it, it definitely you know what's funny? There's one jump scare in Which, the movie. It didn't even jump scare me. So <laughs> Let me tell you why it got me. <laughs> because I am watching this movie, which is very quiet at yep. moments, right? A24. Yeah. And I'm sitting in my bed watching it on my laptop, which is pretty much how I watch these movies Edward's recommended, because I don't know what I'm getting into. You can't put it on TV at any point. So it's pretty late. Yep. Everyone fell asleep. My whole house is pitch black. Uh-huh. This sequence right before the jump scare mm-hmm. is pretty quiet. Yep. I, actually, I think Kreisha's going to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I fell asleep. Yeah, because it shows how good the movie is when you so, fall asleep halfway through. <laughs> so <laughs> no. I do- I should say I dozed. Uh-huh. And then the jump scare happened. I had my headphones in. Dude. So literally the way she gets jump scared, yeah. I was like, <laughs> like I woke up. I was like, oh my God. You were like dude. her. I was so afraid. Mm-hmm. I was in it. Um, <laughs> I I didn't understand what that moment meant. I it, I still don't know. And there are a couple things like that where I was left unsure. I can only imagine it's... Wait, was she drinking at that point? Uh, I think... Is that a spoiler? Maybe she was starting to. Not necessarily. Okay. Um, so it could have been like hallucinations or something? I don't know. Maybe. I'm not sure. That's... And so that was another thing. There's a, there's a turning point in the movie where mm-hmm. things start to go differently than they have been. And I don't know if some... I mean, they must have been. Some of the things that were happening, I started to feel like, are they showing me something from the past? Are they showing right, me different versions? Right, because they showed like, two identical mm-hmm. scenes, but they went two different ways. Right. And I don't know if one was how she thought of it. Mm, right. And, and the other was like the moment happening or... And, and maybe, I mean, that's obviously intentional. Yeah. It's got to be like to represent disorientation or something like that, which in that right, I'm down with that. Like mm-hmm. I, I, a lot of the praise I read about this movie movie was for innovative filmmaking. Like yeah. The way it was edited, the way it was shot. It, it is. It's a great movie. Like it's just made really well. Yeah. Like craft wise. It's, it's definitely uh, kind of a study. I think like, yeah. it's cool to watch. Um, what'd you think of the ending where you left unfulfilled? Uh, yeah. I mean, it was, it was one of those where I was like, 
yeah, it just, it left me feeling fine. Yeah. You know, that I was like, just a fine appreciation. For <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, I uh, there wasn't really a way it could end, like, I don't know. I don't know what kind of ending I would write for it. I don't know either. Because it did, I mean, it resolved, essentially. It just... Did it? Well. I don't know. It, Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not to spoil anything. Although I did really like when they did Sonic music. Uh, the conclusion with Sonic music was pretty dope. That's one way to wrap it up. That's know? one way to finish it. Um, uh, but yeah, if you're if you're interested in seeing this, Kresha, it's actually, there's a short film too. Yeah, um, right. I didn't watch that, so I don't know Me how, uh, but it looks like they all star in it again. Like mm-hmm. it's the same thing, so. Yeah, I think it was one of those things where maybe, maybe he made that, A24 picked it up. Yeah. And then, yeah. They were like, let's make a movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we got to do. We got to make a short. Yep. Got to make it quiet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come up with some really disturbing content. Yeah. One jump scare. And A24 will be like, you know what? We like that. I'm going to need you guys to make a movie real quick. (laughs) Um, So, so far on the list, we've gotten... uh, So, we've got this movie about addiction that's quiet, Mm -hmm. slow, kind of eerie. Yes. We have the most abusive movie I've ever seen. Yep. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We have... Uh, uh, That was The Strange Thing About the Johnsons. Right. That's oh what you're talking no, about? I meant the other one. <laughs> the last one we watched. Oh, uh, yeah. What was it called? Um, dead, dead girl. Dead girl. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, the one about the Johnsons. That was even before the list was compiled, right? Yeah, that was like the watch first that. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one's pretty abusive too, yeah. I guess. Uh, disturbed Tim a lot. He didn't sleep for a week. Oh, let's see. Yeah, something special. Uh, we have a mock TV special. Yeah. Halloween special. Mm-hmm. The UH WWF. W N U F W Wanoof 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 Werewolf Werewolf and, uh, and the only one uh, that we didn't mention yet was uh, Ricky O Ricky O mm-hmm. hyper violent yep kung fu my favorite of the list I think so yeah. far Ricky O was pretty strong uh, Ricky O was strong I honestly think I think Kresha might be my favorite really yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought I thought it was. It, it was, was definitely really like as far as all the movies we've seen so far, Kresha was definitely the most well made. Mm, I sure. think. Um, but I don't know. Ricky O's a blast, though. Ricky O's really That's fun. crazy. Uh, so according to the list, we have one, two, three, four more. Let's do all four next week. See okay. if we live. They sound interesting. I won't say the names on here. One I've already seen actually, so I'm ahead of the game. Oh, unbelievable. I think you might have seen this one too. Yeah. Because it's to replace a Serbian film. I don't think. I've looked at the list okay. multiple times. I think it's, it's a good one. Okay. Kind of hard to find, though, but... I'll find it. I'll find it. Uh, I have more I want to talk about, but I don't think we have time. Uh, it's 7.16. Probably yeah. not. No, probably not. we got to wrap it up. Yeah, because we're going to go see a movie. Yeah, I don't think we told you guys why we're under the gun, but that's yeah. why. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, you had to listen to a whole podcast to get to that, <laughs> to, I know to get that conclusion. Um, but... I know. I, our video game list is so thick. It is. It's a thick boy. Yeah. Um, Next week. Yeah. I beat Brutal Legend yesterday. Oh, wow. Yeah. Dude, I got Last Ronin issue three through five. Did you? Yeah. Are you okay? I don't know. It's really weird. I just lost all all of my vision uh-huh. from here this way. just got super blurry. 
Okay. Like where I couldn't Do see Do you feel my... numb in the arm? No. I okay. feel good. Are you all right? Everything's back. <laughs> I think Brett's dead. Dude, that was weird. That's scary. I felt lightheaded earlier today, but maybe it's the air. <gasps> look how good my tattoos look. Dude, I know. Frosty. <laughs> so yeah, you uh, finished Brutal Legend, you creep. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I'm I'm going to 100% it, though. I gotta, oh, really? I got to go around the map and find the things. Well, maybe. There, there are dragons that you can free, and it literally all you have to do is find them, target them, and like attack them with your guitar, uh-huh. and you free them. But there's 120 of them. <gasps> and I have like 15. Oh. So I don't know if I'm going to do that. Yeah, you might we'll be able see. to find a map online where it's like all the dots. I'm the map. I'm the map. I'm the map. Uh Pretty rock and roll. So uh, uh, you guys are awesome. Edward, thank you for the list. Uh, Everybody, thank you for listening. Uh, Go find Tim at Collection Revolution. Uh, find me at ATA Raps uh, and Brett in the Dark if you want. Uh, um, <laughs> Tim's going to do what's called End Babble. Blah, blah. Uh, uh, your theme is uh, Noxious Fumes. Uh, I'm not even going to listen to this episode. <laughs> Your lungs fill with fresh American-made air. You breathe in. And you breathe out again. And you breathe out a third time. And you feel your lungs begin to implode from the inside as you fly above a chemical plant. That's our expulsing, expulsing, they're expunging, releasing into the air, noxious fumes, tasty fumes, but still noxious. And as our air fills with these fumes, the earth slowly crumbles into doom and disarray. The ozone layer becomes thin and the climate begins to get warmer. So I'll leave you with this. Please save the earth. Protect everything you can. And if you see a plant giving out noxious fumes, blow it up. This isn't real advice. Please don't blow it up. But if you do, tell me about it. We'll talk about it on the podcast. Down with oppression or something. Thank you. What is? Did you just eat pure onions? <laughs> it wasn't. It was. <laughs> it smells like. It was onion and chives veggie chips. Oh, that's what that is. Yeah. Oh, holy Christmas. I know. All it tastes is onions. <laughs> Stuff is pungent. Halictosis. <sighs> Halabaloo. Halabaloo. Expihalatosis. <laughs> <laughs> Brett, what? quick question. Why do you think? Onion is a popular chip flavor. I don't know. This isn't... We didn't start the podcast yet. I know, but All right, for those two, th- those who are dedicated. All right. Why is it popular? Uh-huh. That's a good question. Well, potatoes and onions are great. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's usually like a wham, bam. <laughs> Can of spam. Can of spam. There it is. <laughs> <laughs>